Welcome back, guys. Beyond the Likes with your host, Amy Gerard. I have a very, very fantastic man with me today. He's a good friend of mine. Um, he's equally as hilarious as me, I think. I Stop think, your nonsense. I think he might be funnier. And he's American, which and he's got this American Which twang. is hilarious because we're so stupid. <laughs> you are not stupid. <laughs> um, I am here with Sean Zepps. Hello. Hello. And he is a father of... Yes. Twins. Yes. A boy and a girl. Yes. Married to Josh Zepps. I'm done here. You've done it. Should I leave? (laughs) No, my mum is actually a huge fan of your husband. Oh. I think she's a huge fan of you too now. She she will be after this episode. She will be after this episode. But I wanted to get you on because I think that your situation Mm. as being, you know, two dads, two parents, two dads to two children in today's society, you have essentially taken on the... The mother role, mm. right? Yeah. Well, I've never actually spoken about this. Yeah. I'm glad you're bringing it up because unless you're a close friend of mine, I don't think... People you, probably don't feel comfortable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You skip past it. And when in actuality, it's something I've struggled with the entire journey. Was it a discussion that you and Josh had before children came along? It wasn't. Oh. I wish that it had been. Yeah. In the future, when I meet lesbian <laughs> or gay couples, I say, you should negotiate the the quote gender roles ahead of time because we fall into a trap and the trap is the straight script you did it too we all do it yeah and it happens to women you know seven months in nine months in two years in when you wake up and go why am i fucking cleaning everything and cooking everything and getting the kids dressed just because i have a vagina this is nonsense yes and it was funny. I thought, we're not going to have to deal with that because we're gay. <laughs> and then the same thing happened. I woke up one day and was like, oh, wait a second. All of my concerns are the same ones all my girlfriends have. And my husband is doing the same things all my girlfriend's straight husbands do. Yes. How did this happen? How did it, How did you fall into the same trap I fell into? It's wild. I mean, I don't actually know, <laughs> but I imagine it's we live in a world very black and white yes we love the idea of progressive um we love the idea of gender equality we are all about bang yep we are we want this desperately but the reality is for all of human history Mm. the woman has not only been pregnant and not only needed to breastfeed in most situations but because of that her relationship to that child and what is expected in that unique connection is just established and in many ways the, the man if there is a man in the relationship, sits back for the first couple of months and is like, where's my role? What do I do? How can I help? And I think that just carries on for way longer than it has to. We just get stuck in those roles. Without overthinking it, my gut tells me you saw your mom parent a specific way and your grandmother and your aunt and your next door neighbor. And a part of you in the back of your head just maybe even fantasizes about doing all those things. Yeah. Oh, look, I right? grew up. Everyone used to be like, oh, what do you want to do when you're older? And I was like, my my like one line that I used to say over and over was, I want to be a mom. Mm. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, of course. I, I, I do. I get it. I love I love being a mother. And I, I always wanted to have children. But I thought that in our generation, I, I genuinely did think that it would be more of a shared Yeah. For me, it absolutely has not been. I think for most people listening, it's not. We all go in believing it, even if your husband is so passionately into it. 
the truth is, and again, this is like massive disgusting generalization, is that women have a, a unique set of skills, mm -hmm. usually scientifically proven higher levels of empathy. Usually, <laughs> and this is not scientifically proven, but let's pretend Google proven, <laughs> more fashionable, more interested in uh, clothes for their kids, design, birthday yes. parties. Um, I'm, again, gross generalization, but also usually fucking true. Yep. And so you have a bunch of men who are like, I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do with the birthday party shit. And a mom who fills that role. Yes. And it takes too long for women to stand up at one point and be like, why am I doing everything that has to do with the kids and my husband is not? Like To the point where Ryan would, like Ryan sometimes still messages me from a doctor's surgery and asks when our kids were born. No. Like their date of birth. I won't allow it. Yeah, <laughs> He is, but it, it, again, it's fallen everything has fallen heavily onto my shoulders because initially I I did I fell into that trap well not trap but like I I genuinely wanted to be that that mum mm. and then I think he was like oh, okay well I'll be the man I'll I'll go and go smash some phone books and cut down some logs yeah. um and go to work <laughs> and you know be the breadwinner I even see it now with some of my girlfriends who they're adamant they don't want to give up their careers. You know, they want the family unit and they want to, They want the joint shared uh, responsibility between themselves and their partner. And so they make a big stance of making sure that they go back to work after four or six months. Mm. But I see it so often that when the kid's sick, it's the mum that's taking the day off. Absolutely. It, when the birthdays are on, it's the mum that's still organising mm. the birthdays. And ultimately it's still... All that she's doing in that situation is creating more work for herself because she's heavily the mum. Exactly. But she's still working. I don't even know if it is possible. Mm. I think we all agree that having it all is impossible. But what we are is we're expecting women to do more, not yes. less, yes. and men to do more too, but in the opposite directions yeah. without actually being capable of figuring out the beautiful combination. So we're saying uh, men need to be more actively involved, totally. Keep on working, please, because we need the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we need you to uh, be much more empathetic and loving, which might not be a skill you ever were taught as a child, right? We need you to do all of those things. Women, we want you to be everything you want to be, but you also need to do everything you did before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can go to work, but also everything that was done at home. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I think you have this weird juxtaposition of parent, both parents in the best case scenario wanting to do more and help each other but maybe not actually having all the skills to, to have it be possible Yeah. and so the only couples I know and they're straight the only couples I know that have truly figured it out had these conversations like years before they even had a child yeah. they sat down and they said okay hubby let's pretend gender is not a part of this equation what do you love what are you really good at uh, do you like cleaning or do you not like it? Do you like laundry? Do you not like it? Are you, do you like the idea of a school pickup line? Are you interested in clothing? They really kind of like mapped out what they were good at and what they enjoyed. And then they had a conversation about if it was a possible as far as weight is concerned. Mm. So all of a sudden, because again, you would imagine a lot of the historically feminine things the moms would say they enjoy. And the responsibility is then a compromise conversation. Yes. What can you take off of my plate? Yes. And then, of course, a constant renegotiation. I just think a lot of parents don't do that. They show up, they're pregnant. All of a sudden, the mom just has so much of the responsibility because of historical context. Mm -hmm. And then she wakes up years and years later with so much resentment, resentment. up her vagina. It is going to explode through her earlobes. Well, it's funny because my mom and dad are very, very old school. My mom's English and her parents are even more old school. But they their marriage has you know lasted the length of time because they very much both filled a 
role. Mm. Like my mum very much wanted to be the stay-at-home mum, so she took like 12 years off. And my dad, he didn't want a bar of children, so he would work almost six, seven days a week. Wow. And then, like, he'd come home from the weekend and he's like, yep, nah, fuck, I'm out again. <laughs> like, I can't do this. He, my mum was like, oh, he just, he was frazzled. He never changed a nappy. Mm. He ne- And I was like, what? Yep. I just, and it's only, it's funny now because, you know, they've, they're doing the whole 360. They're going to end up in nappies soon. But they ha- are both retired. And my mum's like, I want to start living my life. And I was like, oh, oh darling, you're 65, man. But she's starting to do all the girls' lunches. Oh, and, yes. And it, their relationship was seamless in that they both played into a role that they both genuinely wanted. Mm. Whereas nowadays, I think it's different. Like, I think... Yeah, like what you say, people want it all. I guess the the elephant in the room is that we've survived this long. We've made mm. it this far as a human species with specific roles. Yeah, Men were the fighters and the protectors because they were larger, taller, and stronger, just physically. And women, therefore, took care of the home and the food. And that foundation of gender roles is... It's not hundreds of years old. It's not thousands of years old. It's like since we were creatures, we fall. We have fallen into specific roles. A lot of that obviously has to do with a child's need for a mother. It's a very mm. animalistic instinct. And so for all of humankind, it just fell on that woman's shoulders. What we don't have enough research on, if we think about psychology, is have women always been struggling since the dawn of time with the amount of workload? Have they always resented their, the men for not doing as much with the children? And I'm sure the answer is yes. Yes. We're just living through a time, you and I, where finally people are standing up for the last three or four decades and saying, I know that it might seem, quote, natural or physiologically the child needs me, but I might not enjoy this. Yes. I might not want all of this. Absolutely. And so we're like, living through a weird time where we're trying to figure out, does it actually make sense to switch everything up and can families survive? I don't know the answer. Yeah, I I don't know the answer. I know it's a bomb, but the reason why I feel I can speak about this is when I first became a dad, women didn't know what to do with me. (laughs) All the moms, my friends, right? Like my closest girlfriends who you know uh, were confused. Like, you're really feminine and you're fitting the role of a mother, but you didn't have to give birth or you weren't pregnant or you didn't do any of the breastfeeding, your nipples aren't cracking, your vagina didn't rip to your butthole, like none of that. So like, what do you know? And then also I think they thought maybe because I was a man that I benefited in a unique way about the parenting experience. Yeah, like it was more of a shared thing. Yeah, I think they just expected that maybe Josh and I we're just equals in every single way. And that was not the case. But also I, I couldn't find my way into a mother's group. And the answer that I got from two different groups was, you know, this is a unique experience for women that we (gasps) share. Don't. I mean, that pisses me off. Does it? I'm, I've never really spoken about it. So I don't know. Would you have let. Fuck. Absolutely. You would have been in my mother. I would have made you bloody vice president of my mother's group and there's no president but like (laughs) you could have absolutely come in would you have let a straight man in Uh, you know what there's a straight guy in Cronulla who has literally just had his first baby and I said to him the other day come to mum's group Mm. and he was like would that be weird and I was like fuck no like you've got a child to me it's yeah you're not he's not breastfeeding but I was like you're still a first-time parent Mm. and the whole thing with mother's groups is it's 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 about support yeah and whether you're breastfeeding or not you're still a first-time parent and you need that support and you need to be able to lean on other people going through similar situations that pisses me off (laughs) I wish you would join my mother's group yeah I really that first year I was friendless 
I'd moved to a new country when they were two months old and I couldn't figure out how to get into a mom's group. But the, the also the dads, I didn't connect with them. I love your husband. I love all of the, the straight men in my life, but there is a massive disconnect. There just is. I am. It's not apples to apples. Just because yeah. we have penises doesn't mean I want to fucking talk about football. Yeah. But also my relationship to parenting is different. Um, that kind of like, oh, it's so hard. I go to work and my wife thinks I do nothing. All that that narrative. I can't relate. No. I can't relate. No, because you're 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 re- you're the mom. I was the stay at home parent. Yeah. Exactly. I was the one juggling it. Now, uh, luckily, I have a husband who is incredibly empathetic and loving, and at least we communicated about it. But he couldn't relate either. So we were just these weird gay dads, like floating without a family. And it took me a really long time for me to realize, oh no, wait a second. I am the mother in this household as far as society is concerned. I have a right to be at that table. But what I always wondered was, we want equality in the parenting space. We want men to do more, but we don't want them in our mother's groups. We want, how? So, So let me get this straight. I'm gonna. I'm going deep, girl. Oh, I don't know what's happening in this room oh, right now. Go deep. I'm about to drop some bombs. Is our issues with the Me Too movement? Is our issues with men not respecting women? Does it start actually all the way at birth with our relationship to vaginas? Men were not welcomed in the ER room until like the 90s. Mm. They never changed nappies. They don't know how to put a tampon in. Most of them today would have no idea because their wife exists, so that will fall on her plate too. Cramps and issues with PMS, that's my wife's issue. Mm. Getting dressed, boobs sore, wife's issue, getting pregnant, respect. It's like wife, 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 wife. If we had men being forced to sit in parenting groups and hear the reality, this is what my healing is while my breasts are fucking bleeding. If men had to sit through that shit, Maybe they would wake up and go, oh, damn. I just thought she got to stay at home and sleep with the kid all day and watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. but you know. yeah. You've made a very good point. I'm in, I mean, I remember doing the parenting classes with Ryan and I, I, I knew he wasn't even paying attention. It's on your he plate. Was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't really need to be paying much attention to this. Like, Amy's going to be popping that out of vagina not popping but like he was there for support for me but i don't even know i don't know is was it that much support like even after giving birth like i remember giving birth and it i felt like i had been physically in a car accident mm. and then the baby just gets shoved onto me and i'm then meant to initiate breastfeeding and i there's no recovery time for me and i don't even think i don't even know if ryan's to blame he's not to blame because he didn't he felt like a helpless like lunatic just sitting in the corner there being like oh mm. i don't know what to do mm. but he wouldn't think oh i'll take the baby i'll let amy sleep or you know we can i need to support her in any way shape or form i need her to recover yes. it's like it's all on me from the minute that kid is born i have a really interesting story about this cuz it was the first time I realized that we had we were fucking things up as a society. We were actually making it worse for ourselves than we needed to. I was at a dinner party, Zoe Marshall's birthday, I think, two years ago, and there was a couple who had just lost a child, quite old, like maybe 14 months. And oh. they were there at this dinner months and months later, but still. So I get into this conversation with them, and they're still quite you know, sad about it, of course. Um, but they found out that they were pregnant, and they were going to have another child. And so they were sharing like the lessons they had learned. And I'm just poking and prodding because I'm really interested and they're willing to talk and willing to share. And the wife said something beautiful, which was the other day my husband said, this time around, can I be a part of breastfeeding? I wasn't welcomed the first time, obviously, because you breastfed. But I sat there in silence and said, I'm missing out on being able to help. I felt helpless. And so the second time around, they decided 
that they were going to do breastfeeding, but they were going to supplement with formula so that the husband could could have that bond. Yes. But he had to raise his hand and say, he had to lose a child to, to feel comfortable saying it. So we're not putting all the, the blame on these doofus dudes who just don't care. I mean, there are a lot of men who do, but they don't know how it's it's literally science it's like this the breast and the milk goes to the baby that's what's feeding the baby yeah and the men are like i guess i'll can i get you a water sweetie <laughs> you know they feel distance and separated of course yep but in that moment i realized we actually are allowed to sit down and say i don't want to breastfeed oh yeah i want to be a yeah. formula baby yeah, or yeah, yeah. the husband should speak up if there's men listening or grab your husband and ask him were there things that you wanted to be more actively involved in and I didn't let you maybe or maybe society didn't let you. Maybe society made you feel like you couldn't ask for those things. Mm. And I wonder if in that moment I looked at the wife because I was even though he was telling us I looked at her and she was like it's kind of a relief honestly. (laughs) Absolutely. You know I thought I wanted to be the, the breast only but in this moment knowing that he would get something more and feel more connected maybe this will have an impact on the way that he parents for the rest of the journey and that was my aha moment of like Uh are we actually failing women by failing men it's so true (laughs) like if he could come in and help more would she just get to sleep through the night because she's not let's let's just do formula for the overnight feeds i don't know i'm making this up i'm literally no 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 i feel like that's a that's what a lot of people say even though even these parenting books they say give your baby a bottle of formula at nighttime and mm. let your husband or your partner do that there we go and so the woman gets to sleep like and then it's more of a shared responsibility and they get the bonding time and it's yeah. yeah i would love every parent who's either doing it again or about to do it to realize there is a script it is very old yeah and it has worked so you don't have to fuck with it you can totally be the mom you always dreamed about. Yes. But a lot of us, myself included, go in thinking, I'm going to be a superhero. That's dead, queen. doesn't <laughs> exist. Superwoman, like the media has been uh, using that as a ploy to get you to do more. <laughs> but you go in thinking that you're going to be able to do it all. And then you wake up and go, I can't. And you start blaming yourself. Uh, well, every other mother did for all of human history. If you sat down before you had kids with your partner and said, what kind of dad do you want to be? What kind of mother do I want to be? And actually work out what's feasible, what is literally feasible, and then renegotiate constantly. Sit down with your partner every three months and mm-hmm. go, this printed out piece of paper that we did like lunatics in an Excel document of responsibilities, is it still working? Yes. Oh, you want to do more here, husband? Awesome. And wife, I don't want to do drop off anymore. It doesn't make me a bad mom. I need you to help out more. I feel like I'm saying this to myself. I'm projecting because we don't, we don't do this. <laughs> I'm just like, maybe this would it's fix nice things. It's to constantly evolve, mm. not only as parents, but as like, uh, you know, as partners. Mm. I think that's a really big deal. I've got a big thing with Ryan and I. I. I cook for the kids, but I absolutely refuse to cook dinner again because mm. he doesn't get home till really late at night. So I do the kids and then he gets home and he cooks for me. Brilliant. And I've just started doing some form of exercise and so that frees up two mornings where he has to get them dressed Mm. and he has to make them and that's a shit show in the morning yeah exactly and it's what i mean it's five years late but it's nice for him to have that responsibility and that you know he has to step up as a parent and do some work and i think he actually really enjoys it Mm. so you know he gets to hang out with them in the morning and because again he's a large child um (laughs) so he gets to get down and play around with them and stuff but i i do i think it's so important to be able to evolve as people and as parents and as partners and i think as kids grow it's nice to be able to get them to help out more and ask if they want more 
of a responsibility and, you know, yeah. the whole parenthood journey and stuff like that. Because it's literally never too late. The truth is, yes, your kids might be too old or they might leave the home, but then you become grandparents. Yeah. And I have noticed that grandfathers tend to be more passionately involved than they were as fathers. And part of me thinks it's them going, oh, I regret. Oh, I could have done more. Yes. Oh, my God. My dad, my dad will change my kids' nappies. My mom was like, he has never changed a nappy in his life. Yep. I hear it all the time. And he, he wants to be so, uh, he wants to be such a big part of my children's life. And yeah, even my mom, not to shit can Big B, but she was like, he's a way better grandparent mm. than he ever was as a dad. I feel like I hear this exact story 50% of the time, mm-hmm. which means it is there. The men are thinking it. They might think it a little bit later, but my mom said the same thing about my dad. He's never been so involved, but also my dad saying, I'm realizing now because I was gone, I was working yeah. you know, so much, I'm realizing how much she had to do. Because women also suffer in silence. Yeah. It's not like we're constant. I mean, it's better now than it was back then, but back then- you went to your mother's group, you bitched there. <laughs> and then you came home and you... And that, that's it. You didn't do anything else. Cooked you just... to the dinner and cleaned. Whereas now I think more and more women are like, no, 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 this is really hard or I need help or I hate this. And I'm like, speak up, speak up, speak up. Because your husband, either he's going to help or boot him to the damn curb. Yeah, exactly. Bye. And you can get help elsewhere. My mom said that she she did eight years of um, stay-at-home mumming. And she said, and I was like, far out. Like, was that quite boring? Because they didn't have mobile phones back then. She said yep. her only outing was to go to mum's group on a Tuesday. She had a play group. Safe haven. And that was it. And she said she used to climb the walls. But back in her day and age, it was taboo. Like, you didn't speak out. You didn't, you didn't talk about your struggles or how mundane it was or how, like, crazy. She said she went through some really, really dark periods. Mm. But... And I was like, fuck that. Like in this day and age, you you speak up. You Whether you use humor, whether you talk to your friends, whether you cry, whether you get medication, like there yes. is so much help now, mm. which I think is imperative as a as a mum. You don't need to suffer in silence anymore, which is a fucking godsend. Amen. Have you had a conversation with Josh now? Is it more of a shared? Mm. Yeah? Absolutely. We've always been really good at sharing responsibility because communication is strong. So even though I was the one staying at home and I was the one owning all of the the first year, I was really without a doubt the primary parent. Josh thought I was enjoying it because when he came home, I was like, today was great. Today was wonderful. It was fantastic. Thank you. It wasn't until he made us sit down weekly and talk about how was your day? How's your workload? How can I help that we were able to start to fix it? I love Josh. He's... Yeah, communication, communication, communication. Yeah, if, it's key. If, if you take one thing away from this long-ass conversation, are you having a weekly meeting with your partner? Are you? Are you sitting down like boring assholes, sitting down <laughs> in front of coffee and saying, what is, what is, how is your week going to go? What is on your plate? And how can I help you? And then the other person goes, how can I help you? If you, that is, if you could just do that one thing, I guarantee your relationship will be better. Because it's just, uh, you get to finally stop and go, this is a safe space for me to say last week sucked because you didn't come home until eight, three nights in a row and the dinner freaking sat and I slaved away. Like you have to have those moments to talk. Yes. But really what's been, I think, most beneficial for us is because we talk more and more, we go in and out of phases of each of us taking more or less responsibility. Yeah. And I do think every partner deserves that opportunity. Just because your partner works full-time is not an excuse yeah. for him to not take time off. I'm saying him, but I also mean her in some situations. Yep. Taking more time off, coming home, doing more, having more of a workload. I need you to cook dinner every single day this week because I am spent. Yes. 
And I think a lot of workplaces now are a little bit more, they, they do offer a bit more of a work-life balance. Like mm. I know a lot of my friends' husbands who work in banking, they do ridiculously long hours. But then when kids come into it, you know, they do earlier mornings and they finish earlier in the afternoon so that they can be home. So I think there is always a bit of push and pull in terms of workplaces these days. And guess who's making that happen? Women. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. the women at the company is doing it. That's I right. often say in the parenting space, because I used to host a parenting show for men, for dads, is men have to speak up more. Yeah. There's like this weird feeling amongst corporate professionals, and I was one for 11 years, that we are there to work. Yeah. Right? Women have pictures of their, um, men have pictures of their children on the desk to show that they're empathetic. Women hide the pictures because they don't want to be perceived as someone who has too much on her plate and can't handle the long hours. Yeah. But if you want your company to change its policies, it requires men to show up and go, I need to be more active in my children's lives instead of women going into those meetings and being the another thing on their plate to change the damn world. Yeah. I think they have enough. All right. I, even I feel like that even paternity leaves now in a lot of big corporate companies are six months. So like Ryan could take off, not that he did, but Ryan could take off six months. That's really be, great. I've never yeah. even heard of one that long for men. Yeah. So I think that's a we're really- We're going in the right direction. We are. We're definitely heading in the right direction, which I think is fantastic. Are you, last question I want to mm, ask you, mm. are you guys done with having kids? If it were up to me, I would continue. You but have it's, more? Yeah. It's for a very selfish reason and, it, and I'm sure a lot of parents can relate. I just want to prove to myself that I can do better. Because that first time you're so stressed. Also, I have twins. So like yeah. that was really stressful. Yeah. But I was so high strung and I was really struggling emotionally with my yep. mental health. And I just want to go back and go, chill out, bro. It's okay. They're not going to die every single day. You're not doing terrible. Now that I believe that, it would be nice to go back. But I'm a homosexual. I can't just get pregnant. Of course, <laughs> I can't yeah. just have sex. I, yeah, I yeah. need a lot of money, hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars to make so that happen. It's expensive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we spent 200 thousand Aussie dollars to make it happen so we're not going to go down the journey again and also it takes two to tango and my husband uh is done he's (laughs) He's like I've finished with this I'm fucking done we've got two (laughs) and lucky I feel like it's amazing that you got twins right one and done and you got one of each gender as well which is really cool so yes yes. yeah oh I can tell I can I can only speak on my experience but I the first child is so trial and error Mm, and mm. it's like you just you have no idea what you're doing. It's all like you're just fucking flailing blindly. And it's not until that you do have the second kid that you're like, oh, wow, I can actually chill the fuck out because yeah. that, that that cough's not going to kill them and that cry is not like detrimental to their their brain developing exactly. or anything like that. And I, it, it is probably a little bit more enjoyable, but also getting a little bit of freedom back is also enjoyable, which is where you're at, right? That's true. I guess like when the nappies <laughs> went out the door, when the dummy went out the door, when the pram went out the door, they don't have to come ever back in again. Yeah. And that is a gift. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a gift. I'm still in nappies, but when that day comes, wow, I'm... Throwing a nappy party. I will. Yeah, I'll throw a nappy party. I'll do it. <laughs> It'll be weird as fuck, but I'll do it. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. And I love that we went deep. Yeah, and I we, love that I asked you a question that no one's asked you before. I never thought we'd talk about all of this. Yes. It's very loaded and complicated and a little controversial, but I really do hope a couple people just turn to their partner and just have some conversations yes, after this. Because I don't really know that all this is being spoken about a lot. So yeah, thank you. I think people will take a little bit from it, if not a lot. And if anything, just to have that open communication lines. Mm. I think it's so important. Thank you for having me. Appreciate I love it. you so much. I, you I want you to come on again and we'll um we'll share some funny stories. Yeah, let's go silly next time. Yeah, we'll go we'll go silly. 
All right. Thank you. And I love you. And thank you all for listening today. Bye. Bye. Mwah.